Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. I'm your co-host, Alex, along with... Okay, no, no, this is... Alex is going on mute, and Max can start. (laughs) We tried. We tried. Anyway, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. Uh, My name is Max. You just heard Alex and Bart, my lovely co-hosts. Can say hi again for real. Lovely after I just got canceled. <laughs> I want to clarify that I'm not being sexist, and that was Alex's plan for a fun intro. Uh huh. <laughs> Worked out great. <laughs> All right, today we have an exciting episode for you. We're going to be going over the entries from Spain, Cyprus, Germany, and Ireland. Before we get to the songs, though, we have some updates from the last few weeks. We had a ton of different song reveals. So the aforementioned four that we're going over today, we also had Slovenia, Anna Soklic, Belgium, who were phonic, um, Roxanne from Romania, and Jean-Gu McCroy from the Netherlands reveal their songs, as well as Natalia Gordienko from Moldova, Montaigne from Australia, Hurricane from Serbia, um, and we'll get to all those in due course. Estonia today, as of recording, we're recording on Saturday, just had their SD Lao final and chose Uku Suviste to go through to Eurovision. Uh, Denmark also chose their entry today. I am currently, I currently have San Remo and Festival Cansao on TV, on the screen, and they are not done yet, but we will get those entries by the time you hear this. Um, so yeah, lots of things. We're deep into national final season, song reveals every day. It's going to be a big week. But today, we're just going to be focusing on the four from Spain, Cyprus, Germany, and Ireland. So let's start with Spain, who chose Blas Canto to come back. Um, And they had a bit of a national final where they uh, gave us two potential songs to choose from. And the one they chose in the end is called Voy a Quedarme. So let's take a listen. Pero juro que este amor nadie lo podrá vencer. Y aunque nuestro ay le diera un paso en marcha atrás, no te preocupes yo. Contigo siempre bailaré, que más fácil el mundo se derrumba hoy. O que pasará mañana, que yo de tu lado no me say about a artist that we already technically know but man he can sing and i say that just because like last year all we really got was the clip for universo um i we didn't really get a chance to see him perform anything live but i was really impressed with his just like stage presence his voice is incredible i watched a bit of the national final and he did like a eurovision medley from the other song like he's very talented like i'm i'm a fan of blast the song itself, it's, I think it shows off his voice very well. It's got, like, some big dramatic moments, but I don't, it's not, like, my favorite thing I've ever heard. But it's it's nice. It's kind of what I expect from Spain in general. 
Yeah, I was pretty bored. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Me and Alex got distracted and started talking about whether or not we think he's hot or not, which I'm a no on. And Alex is like a semi-positive on. And we're not going to get into it, but it got very heated. (laughs) And then the song was over. And I was like, oh. And that's how I feel about the song. YouTube said it was over before it actually was over. Like all the ads were showing up and we're like, wait, like there's still like quite a bit of the song left. I mean, I would have been, I was, yeah, it was, it was one of those, like, if I, if this came out and I was in middle school and like you had to do like a kind of cheek to cheek dance with someone, like I'd totally do that. And, you know, I wouldn't like be offended by it. The song's fine. But like for competition, like I'm telling you right now, I'm not voting, giving this song any points. Agreed. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's where we usually are with Spain. They've yet to like, really impress us on this podcast so sounds like like it's a resounding meh from the three of us do you think he's hot i think he's attractive yeah definitely we liked lavenda Uh, we did like lavenda but i don't think any of us gave it points i don't think so either also it flopped on stage like we liked the song but the performance was not great agreed (laughs) fair all right um (laughs) If that's it for Spain, let's move on to the real star of the show, the ever-awaited Cyprus, who, you know, we look forward to every year because we don't know what kind of, you know, amazing slayage we're going to get. So this year, they're sending Elena Tsagrinu with the song El Diablo, and let's take a listen and see if it lives up to our expectations. Now we're gonna burn in a party with Wayo, that's fire, that's how we lose. Hot on the set of shot in the bodies to tackle the Mali, yeah, that's my move. Only a spicy moves my eyes, the edges, baby, it's true. Tonight we're gonna burn in a party, it's heaven and hell with you. Mama, mama, see, tell me what to do. Do la, lo, la, lo, I'm breaking the I'm still trying to a little bit process all of the product placement. I think I'm solidly like the head and shoulders placement in the El Diablo video is camp, like kind of train of things. Um, no, I actually, I have to say, I feel like this year, Cyprus is almost a little, a little solid up at this point because we are getting like a solid stream of good pop bangers and there's like more good things to come. But I actually do really like this. I just feel like... It's, like, not, it doesn't completely blow me away in terms of, like, innovative pop, but it's very solid. It has, like, a good build, a good hook, um, good break for everything like this. I mean, just, I feel like the, every question with Cypress moving forward will be, like, do they have a singer who's as good of a dancer as a Lenny Ferreira? Like, until they either win or, like, stop doing this, and that's very, very high shoes to live up to, but... They keep on, like, having all the component parts. It's just, like, how will it translate? 
which maybe if Head & Shoulders keeps paying the money, like they could afford really good dancing lessons. Don't forget the nail polish. <laughs> the nail polish is going to pay for like half of the cat suit <laughs> that she'll be wearing. <laughs> Was I the only one who no, noticed I- her lips that were moving? Like... The top part of her face was, like, very still, and it was kind of freaking me out. It's called edgy. Botox. (laughs) Or what's the lyric in there? Um, All this spicy melts my icy edges, baby, it's true. So she's still melting, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, I agree with you, Bart, in that, like... I think for, like, originality points, we definitely get, like, zero here. Like, this is literally a Zara Larson video in the sense that, like, she, like, frame by frame, like, there is a Zara Larson video that is this video. Um, the song itself sounds like a Born This Way B-side, but I do like it quite a bit. Like, it is still a bop after all, but I don't know. It's it's not hitting the same heights for me, obviously, as a Fuego or Replay. And obviously, like that, and this is it invites those comparisons very much so. But I do enjoy it quite a bit. Like when I say "Born This Way" B side, like I love "Born This Way." <laughs> Part of me just feels like this should come before or after Norway's performance, so we can really get that like angel demon symmetry going on. Like, <laughs> well, the fallen angel is El Diablo. Like that is yeah, exactly. Lucifer is a fallen angel. <laughs> about Norway. <laughs> I do have to say, speaking of Norway, I never thought that we would complain for getting too many like gay pop diva bangers and reminding me that songs like Fallen Angel are surround this competition makes me like, okay, I'll be grateful to El Diablo. <laughs> like that is a trade I will make. I will make like a Zara Larson Rita Ora ripoff trade for anything else, like any day. Like I'll still be bopping when I walk down the street to this. Yeah, but you're gonna have you're gonna have Fallen Angel in your head. I don't remember what it sounds like again. Yeah, but once you hear it, you're gonna think about it. That's the issue with no, it. I don't lie. Every time Fallen Angel comes on, I'm like jamming onto it. It's grown on me. And I hate myself for that, but I kinda like it now. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move on to Germany, who announced that they are sending Yendrik with his song I Don't Feel Hate. Let's check it out. I don't feel hate. I just feel sorry. You feel so very clever whenever you find another way to wear me down. I don't feel hate. I just feel sorry. So you can wiggle with me to think that it'll never wiggle back to you. Cause I don't feel Because I feel like Germany's one of those countries that like doesn't super often include um, its native language. So I like that. I mean, the song, 
Like, I like the beat drop a lot, and I thought the music video was incredibly fun, which leads me to believe that it's going to be, like, a super colorful performance. And the tap dancing, like, really got me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not, like, my favorite, but I thought it was really cute and super, like, up and, yeah, fun. Yeah, I am, like, surprised at myself for liking this, but I do kind of. I feel like... I mean, I feel like if you're going to create, like, there was a whole build-up to it, and he has, like, such an over-the-top, like, delightful and positive web personality that I was just like, ugh. And I'm like, if you're going to do that, like, just go all in and be like, you probably hate me, and my song's going to be about that, and, like, fuck off. And I was like, I respect that. Like, (laughs) you know what? Like, you really clocked me on that one, Yendrick. (laughs) Like, and I, I don't, I feel like maybe, I, like, I don't think it's like the most like the most fantastic song in Eurovision. I think the production definitely just like isn't as clean as some of the other songs. But also like maybe just from like watching a lot of Eurovision again with a lot of like old fashioned schlager and like really like crappy pop songs. I was like, it's kind of a throwback to those days. Like I appreciate this. I am really surprised that you don't absolutely hate it, Bart. But I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you. Like it's it's super like cute. And like I was also prepared to kind of hate it. Like I when he first when they first like revealed that he was a music singer and I like went and looked at social media, I was like, this is cute, but I can see myself getting to a point where this is annoying. And he definitely has like big like manic pixie dream boy energy. But it is super cute. I love the fact that it's like all DIY. Like he filmed the music video himself and built all the sets and he invited his friends to do it with him. And he, like, edited the video himself, too. So it's got this, like, really fun DIY vibe, kind of like uh, Dottie last year from from Iceland, in a way. Yeah, I mean, the song isn't my favorite. Like, it gets stuck in my head, for sure. But I think I enjoy it a lot more in the context of the video than I do sort of, like, on its, on its own. But, yeah, this is, like, really pleasant. I'm really happy that it's in Eurovision because we don't really have anything else like this. Um, and then, but so one tweet I did see that was just like perfect was like, it all makes sense if you think about it as like a song from SpongeBob, which like a thousand percent. <laughs> now that you say that it's like all DIY, it kind of explains why the why the music video is so long <laughs> with like the huge in, with like the super long intro and stuff. It's like, oh, you wanted to flex. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that he was, it was like a very inclusive video. Like he made sure to like include all the groups and he even like had like a moment, like we were, Bart and I were loving the moment with the woman who beat the shit out of the guy for like slapping her ass um, in the laundry mat. Well, you don't actually see him slap her ass, which I feel like is more tasteful. You just see it about to happen. And then she like <laughs> knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love the message of this video. Like, as much as I'm never going to be never going to be a person that doesn't feel hate, like I respect Yendrick for it. It's aspirational in that sense. Exactly. All right. On that note, let's go to our final track of the evening. We have Leslie Roy from Ireland, who's coming back again this year, and this year her song is called Maps. So let's take a listen.
here are my takes on it. I did not like <laughs> the one last year. Um, I thought that this one was an improvement. Like, I didn't mind it. I feel like she's, like, definitely still, like, in the 2000s era. Like, she's she's definitely just staying back there. And, like, her hairstyle with, like, the 5,000 bobby pins. Like, we all remember this, ladies. Like, <laughs> it's definitely a mood. Like, and wearing black bobby pins when you have blonde hair is definitely a statement. But, um, no, I thought that this one was cute. I mean... Again, like I don't know if it's my absolute favorite, but I thought I thought it was cute. I thought that it showed her vocal range, and I actually appreciated the fact that it was kind of a little bit more heartfelt, and but also not trying as hard as the other one was because I really felt like the other one was a stretch. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. I mean, I ended up really liking last year's song in the end. Like I didn't like it at first, but then it really grew on me. Um, and yeah, that was definitely like a, a 2012 very specific throwback. And this one is like maybe more 2015, 2016. That said, I, I think I like this a bit more definitely initially. And I think it'll also grow on me quite a bit. Uh, I can see me really liking this come like May. I mean, I, like even aside from the singing, just like just as a song. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a definite improvement. I think it's more of like a... Yeah, like it's a little bit dated, but it's a little bit more of like a timeless seat. Yeah, it's something I think I'll enjoy listening to in general. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're all kind of unanimous on this one. I mean, I really do like really want to be a Leslie Roy stan. Like I would love that for me. And I just like really can't make it there. Like, and I feel like I haven't honestly feel like just as a pattern for Ireland. I feel like just for a while, like, they've been sending really, like, good and solid songs. There's nothing wrong with them, but they just don't really, like, stand out either. And I totally agree with you, Max. Like, I feel like at some point in the next two months, like, I will have, like, a week where, like, I'm in a place and, like, this song meets that mood and it'll be, like, really good. And then I'll kind of be like, okay, I don't need to listen to that anymore. Like, I think it's good, but, like, like, looking, when you start thinking about, like, semis, like, will it advance? And, like, will, like, what would this staging look like? Like, what would be, like, standing out about it? Like, this is kind of one that I feel like could go very much like 22 Sarah McTernan, like, other kind of routes where it's kind of like, eh, like, very solid song, nothing too remarkable about it in the end. Yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, it doesn't really sound like anything else in the competition, but I think neither did 22, and that absolutely flopped, unfortunately, even though I really like the song. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think it might. I don't know about its chances in the final, but overall, I think fine effort from Ireland. Like you said, like I, I really love Leslie Roy, and I like want to stand her music a lot more than... I like this song necessarily, but I love her. I think she's like a fantastic person. Um, I really like the song she released over the summer, and I was kind of hoping this would be more along the lines of that, a song called Gold, which was really good. But yeah, this is fine. I feel like 22 also wasn't like that hot, because if I remember correctly, I may remember incorrectly, that like live, like the performance itself was definitely not a sell. Whereas, I mean, Leslie Roy seems like she's kind of been in the game for like a bit longer. So like I would expect her to at least bring the vocals like 100 percent for this song. I certainly hope so. I think this will be staged pretty tastefully. Um, I can imagine. I feel like she's not she's not super ostentatious as like a person. So like I don't think it's going to be like as like 
candy colored as 22's staging was, but who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you all for also following along to our live tweeting the national finals on Twitter. We love engaging with you guys. And if you want to keep doing that, we are at SSE underscore pod. And we love talking to you guys. So please, please reach out to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision. Yeah, that's it for this week. And we'll see you again in two weeks with four more songs. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you.